Hello there and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 declares the man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. This podcast exists to build lives and empower destinies through the breaking of the bread of the word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. Our aim is to see lives built and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always I am delighted to begin your day with you as we break the bread of God's word together. Friends, it's always a delight to spend this time with you as we share God's word and today we're going to be talking about the sufficient grace of God. Yes, our our title for this episode today is His Sufficient Grace. His sufficient grace. First of all, what is sufficiency? What does it mean to have anything sufficiently? Sufficiently basically means the condition or quality of being adequate or sufficient. It is uh, and having an adequate amount of something especially something that is of essence, something that is essential, the ability of having something in the right measure, the me having what I need in the right quantity that I need them for the task in front of me. It's sufficiency. I have enough sufficient resource. I have sufficient time. I have sufficient energy. I have sufficient manpower. In other words, I have adequate resources, adequate time, adequate manpower that is required for the task ahead of me. That is sufficient. Having adequate amount of anything that I need for what I am set to do. All right? Now that we have that out of the way, let's quickly go into the Word of God. I am excited for this Word. Are you excited? Now let's go if you're ready. Now let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 in verse 18. That's our reading for today. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 18. The Bible reads, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. I take it again. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. One verse that is loaded with with a lot of, of power for the believer. Now, let's quickly look to the Amplified Version, other versions of the scripture, what, how it renders this verse. The Amplified Version says, And God is able to make all grace, bracket, every favor and earthly blessing, earthly blessings come to you in abundance that you may always and 
under all circumstances and whatever they need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Right? Another version says, God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything being completely self-sufficient in Him, which is Christ, and having an abundance for every good walk and act of charity. Wow. His sufficient grace that your God is able. First of all, there's a lot of things that we can pick out from that scripture. The ability of God. He begins by telling you that you should in no time, by no means, question the ability of God. He says God is able. It's not only, uh, he doesn't just desire to do it, but is able. He's wanting to desire to do something, but it's also another thing to have the ability, the requisite ability, power, to actually do that which you desire to do. So your God desires to give to us. However, the scripture says that he's not only, it's not just a desire for God, that God himself and in himself, by himself, needing no help, possesses the ability to do it. In fact, to make it, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. <laughs> That's a, we can stay there all day. That God is able to make I have the knowledge and the technical know-how, the ability, the power, and whatever else is needed to bring to reality and to manifestation all grace and then send them towards you. Mm. Yeah, Let, let's quickly go back. Quickly, let's backtrack. What is grace? What is grace? God is able to make all grace, all grace, all grace. All that alone also tells us that there are very many graces. All grace. So for Him to use the word all grace means that uh, there are several of them. That's a, that's right. All grace. So everything that you need, every grace that you need, your God is able to make them available to you. God is a maker. He doesn't just make men. He also make graces. Oof. Now, what is grace? A common definition of grace, which is known across, uh, has been known across generations, basically. All grace, or grace, sorry, commonly defined as an unmerited favor of God toward man. 
and unmerited favor of God toward men. However, I'd say to you that grace is much more than an unmerited favor of God towards man. Grace is much more than that, but that's the base definition of grace and unmerited favor of God toward men. But I say to you, and you've heard it before, that grace is much more than an unmerited favor. Let's explore it a bit further. There are different and various kinds of grace or graces. You must understand, dear friends, uh, that they are different and various kinds of grace. Now, a few of them, is there is the grace that saves, which is salvation, and largely that is your merited favor. It's the grace that saves. That's talking about salvation. There is also the grace that empowers. The grace of God does not just save us, it also empowers us to live a life of righteousness and victory. The grace of God does not just save, it also empowers, it enables, it equips, it helps, it energizes. The grace of God goes beyond saving us, but it also empowers us. So there is a grace that saves, which is salvation. That is also the grace that empowers, giving you the requisite power and ability to live a saved life. Mm. There is also the grace that helps. All right, and so on and so forth. So there is a grace that saves, there is a grace that uh, that empowers, there is also the grace that helps. And then you can go on and on and on. And, and so I will say to you, a more apt definition of grace will be every system of advantage bestowed on men by God to help man succeed and live a life of victory here on earth. Every system of advantage bestowed on men by God to help men succeed and live a victorious life here on earth. That is grace. Every, every and all systems of advantage of assistance bestowed on men by God which enables men live a life of victory here on earth. All right, and this will include salvation, if you would. This will include salvation, it will include favor, it will include mercy, it will include wisdom, it will include divine help, guidance, and direction. In fact, grace basically means every divine assistance given to man by God. Every, every, every divine assistance given to man by God. Very many helps are available to man. You must understand that very many help are available to man. So when the Bible says all grace, it means all kinds of favor, all kinds of divine abilities, assistances, and advantages. All grace means all kinds of favor, divine abilities, assistance, or advantage given to man by God to enable the man live a life of victory and excellence. And God is able to impact to you 
those uh, things, those graces, those abilities, uh, those advantages, those assistance uh, that are needful for your welfare and excelling in life. God is able to impart them to us, to impart them to us, all that is needful for our welfare and excelling in life. All right, now let's go. Where does this grace come from? The Bible tells us exactly the advent of this grace. The Bible tells us where this grace comes from. It says all grace, all grace. Where does it come from? John chapter 1 verse 17 clearly says that the Lord was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So this is where it comes from. The law, the base for it, the basis for it, the law was given by Moses. However, grace, this divine ability, this divine assistance, or uh, systems of advantages uh, came by Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses, but great, but great, great, sorry, and truth came by Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, For while the law was given through Moses, grace on earned undeserved favor and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus is the originator and soul giver of this grace. Jesus <laughs> is the originator and the soul giver, this grace originates from Christ Jesus. He is originator and the soul giver of these advantages. So as a believer, this should already make you happy. If you are a professing believer, you are not helpless. You are not by yourself. There is a quantum of quantum of divine advantages, of systems of advantages and assistances available, resources available for you and I to live a victorious life and an excelling life. So, Jesus Christ is the originator and soul giver of this grace. You must also understand that this grace can only be routed through the office of the Christ. This grace can only be routed through the office of the Christ. Okay? Now, the other piece of information I want to give you today is that not only does this grace come from Jesus Christ, not only is Christ the originator and the sole giver of this grace, you already know that God is able to make all these graces available to us. We already know what these graces are, or at least have idea of what they are, systems of advantages or assistance. But also, it's important that you know that this grace can be multiplied. It can increase whatever system of advantage or help, be it favor, be it uh, uh, salvation, be it uh, help, any form of divine help, be it guidance, be it wisdom, whatever it is that you need part time and has been given to us in lavish measure by God, it can be multiplied. Where do you find that? Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2 to 4. Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 2 to 4. He says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace, it can be multiplied. Grace and peace, you can go from grace to grace, from peace 
to peace. In other words, peace at different levels at all times. No matter the situation, you can have sustained peace. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3 says, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4 says, Whereby I given unto us exceeded great and precious, exceed more than the need for more than in abundance. He's able to make all grace abound towards you. Now he's telling you that this grace that I give to you can be multiplied. It can increase in quantity. That which I give you as a startup, you have the ability, the opportunity to double it. No wonder in 2 Corinthians, uh, uh, I think chapter 3 verse 2, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ephesians 3 verse 20, sorry, he says uh, that God is able now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Oh, God can do over and beyond more than we can ever ask or imagine according to the power that worketh in us. Verse 4, let's go back to the scripture, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Verse 4 says, whereby I give it unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Mm. So here is my point, that grace is multiplied through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace is multiplied through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ. If you want this grace that now he's already settled in us or to us, uh, given to us, that it can be multiplied. It can increase in quantity. Uh, at some point, you might have grace sufficient for something at something level, but as you progress, uh, you, you might need more help. You might need more help. You might need the same way we need more resources, we need more knowledge, we need about something, about a field or discipline, we need more wisdom into art, we need more capability, more ability, we need more money in simple terms uh, to do different things. Uh, the way you need more, God says, uh, I have put these systems of advantages in place for you, and yes, I'm aware that you might need more of them in quantity, in measure, the Depending on what you're dealing with part-time. And I have put a proviso, I uh, put um, uh, something in place for that to be multiplied. So the more of me you know, mm, the more this grace can be multiplied in here. Grace is multiplied through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. The more of me you know, the more you know me, the more I expose myself to you, the more you can see the help, the advantages that are available to you. That's what it is. It's the more you know, it's like having your laptop. I'm doing this podcast right now, sitting in front of a laptop. And the more I know my laptop or the program I'm using, the more I see the benefits, the advantages, and the things that have already been inbuilt in the program to assist me and help me record a clear and clean podcast or help me do my whatever program or software it is you know. The makers, the developers put different things to assist us do whatever work we want to do easily, effectively and 
depending on how much you know the software. <laughs> so some have basic knowledge and we do basic things. But then you sit with someone else who has an in-depth knowledge of the application or program or software. And you see how they maneuver around it. How they click buttons and shortcuts and this. And then you're wondering, how is he or she able to do that in record time, in such a amount of time? But you are not able. It depends on their knowledge of the application, of the program, of the software. But of course, it takes time. You have got to sit with it. You have got to spend time with it. You've got to play with it. You've got to explore it. You've got to sit with it. And so to know God, you've got to sit with the Lord. You've got to explore God. You've got to know God in depth. And the more you know Him, the more you know the resources that are available to you to live a victorious life and an excellent life. It has to be by the knowing of God and the knowing of Jesus Christ. <laughs> what that means, I am so pumped up. The more of God and Christ you know or have in you, the more these graces are multiplied in you. You don't get to teach a grade, a first grader that which you teach a seventh grader. All right? You don't teach grade one what you teach the grade sevens. No, no, no. Everything is precept upon precept. In stages, and the more you know on this level, then I take you to the next level and show you other ways to solve the same problem. But that will be done on the strength of your knowledge. Oof. Let's read the scripture again. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you having, you always, he says, having all sufficiency in all things may abound. I've given you a job, a task, a purpose. You are not here on earth for nothing. You are here on earth for an assignment. There is a reason for which you were born, you were made, you were created. There is a purpose for why you exist even in this time and age. There is a task, there is an assignment that I have mapped out for you. There is a mandate waiting for you to accomplish. However, I'm telling you that I've already built into systems already every help, assistance, or advantage that you would need to succeed in that work. But you can only know that by the knowledge of me. And the more you know me, the more you are exposed to all the resources and the systems of advantages that helps available to you so that you can abound, you can succeed in Every good work, that which I've called you to do, the purpose for which I've created you, I want you to succeed in them. I want you to excel in them. I want you to prosper in them. And I'm not going to leave you helpless. I have already mapped out, settled in time. Waiting for you to discover everything that you need in sufficient measure. In fact, more than above. He says to be, to have able to make all grace abound. I'm not even going to give you in small quantity, in small measure. I'm going to give you lavishly. I'm going to give you in quantum, in quantity, oh, <laughs> in innumerable measure. Too 
towards you so that you having always, he says, having all, you always have all, always have all, not never lacking anything, never coming short, always having all sufficiency, in not in one, but not in two, but in all things. So that you can abound unto every good work. You have all to succeed. I have all to succeed. We have all we need in Christ Jesus. And this can only be routed through the office of the Christ. This is how the message translation puts it. That God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that you are ready for anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. As one psalmist puts it, he throws caution to the winds, given to the needy in reckless abandon, his right living, right giving ways, never run out, never wear out. This is the message translation of the same story, same scripture. These most generous God who gives seeds to the farmer that becomes bread for your meal is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something you can never give away, which grows into full form life, robust in God, wealthy in every way, so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. Believers, I come to let you know today that you are not a helpless. I come to remind you today that you are not helpless. You are not without assistance. You are not helpless. You are not without assistance. God has already proposed for us, made for us, made available for you and I every help, every system of advantage that we have. It's time to begin to explore them. It's time to begin to use them. It's time to begin to grow in our knowledge of him. Jesus, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 2 verse 52 that Jesus grew, the child Jesus grew and increased in, in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with man. Jesus, the word of God. Jesus, the word incarnate, the word made flesh, God in human form. The Bible says in human form, he, there was a place for him to grow and increase in what? In wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. He grew, he multiplied by the knowledge of God, by the knowledge of who he is as man. In God, he was able to grow not just in stature, but in wisdom. That's grace. That's a system of advantage given to him by heaven. In favor with God and in favor with men. That's grace. That way he was able to do. No wonder he can say to his disciples, go to the streets where the two roads meet and you will see a court tied there. Lose it and bring it to me. If any man asks you, why do you lose the court? Tell them the master has need of them. Why? Because there is a grace available to him, a system of advantage. He has mastered it. He showed us how to do that. We don't say going around asking, going taking people's things, but you must know that you were not helpless. 
God is able. God is able. God is able to make all grace abound to us. We're not helpless. We're not without systems of advantage. We're not by ourselves. We're not without assistance that we receive in abundance. And out of this abundance, we too can give abundantly. We too can help others abundantly. We too can abundantly succeed in the purpose, the work that God has given us, in the purpose for which he created us. And what I've come to remind you today is as you go into this day, go into this, we know that your God is a maker. God is able to make all grace that are available. Why stay with one when I can have all grace? The systems of advantage are available to you and I. Let's grow in the knowledge of God. Let's get deeper this year, 2023, in our knowledge of God, in our relationship with God. And let's begin to access all the resources, all the tools available to us, the systems of advantage available to us to live a life of victory and excel in life. And I pray that we will go from glory to glory knowing that our God is able. He's able. His ability is not in question. He's able to make, 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 make. He can produce. He can make on a level that no one can ever. He is able to make all grace, all that you need. Wisdom, knowledge, ability, guidance, direction available to us. He's able to make all grace abound to us that we always have it all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. May the land of the Lord be with you. May the grace of God overshadow you and carry you this week. May you prosper. May you excel. May you be all that God has called you to be knowing that you are not helpless. That there are systems of advantages and assistance available to you. May you come to the end of this week and to the end of this month full of the grace that God has made available to you. Go from glory to glory, from one level of success into another and be all that God has called you to be. Be the light to your world. Shine forth his splendor, his glory and know that the reign of his glory, grace and power is on the way. Till I come your way again, I remain yours truly. Pastor Church, keep winning. <laughs> I celebrate you. The Lord bless you and have a great day. Bye for now.